Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's time to settle down. Settle down. Listen to the soothing sound. Oh yeah. Oh, because this. Oh my God, this. Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. Is on a roll. Hello and welcome back to On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. My name is Tom, and joining me as ever is... Emma. Hello, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How are you? Good, yeah, I'm not bad. The sun is shining. I told myself I wasn't going to mention the weather again, but I've I've gone and done it. It's your go-to. It's your go-to, clearly. I've got nothing better to talk about these days. I am... But a British isn't the woman. the weather nice today? Oh, isn't it lovely? Oh, it's a lovely day. Oh, might go oh. down the beach with the kids. Lovely. Love it. Lovely. Oh, it looks like it might rain later. <laughs> That's oh. the classic, isn't it? That's the classic segue. Oh, it does look like it's going to rain later, though. Ooh. Not like not like the other day. <laughs> the other day when it was it was so... It's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> when you're at work, it's yeah. the sun's shining yeah. all day. The second you get outside, oh, mm-hmm. just goes classic. black over Bill's mother's. <laughs> It's the classic conversation. Yeah. I love it. It's reliable. <laughs> Ooh, this weather wants to make up its mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another one. Um, uh. The one when I was growing up was always, my parents would always um, predict the weather based on the clouds. So mum would be like, it is nice, but if you've seen that cloud over there, it's threatening mm, to rain. <laughs> which, which, which way is the cloud blowing? It's threatening to rain. <laughs> it's making its way over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's red, uh, red sky at night, shepherd's delight, red sky in the morning. Shepherd's warning? Oh. <laughs> is that I the actual... No. no, the actual one is shepherd's warning. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I just inferred it from the rhyme, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. So if you've got a red sky in the morning, it's going to be a bad day. Hmm. If it's a red sky at night, it's going to be a nice day the next day. To be honest, I don't think I wake up early enough to see a red sky in the morning. When I'm awake, it's already sunny. I mean, that's fair. That's the way it should be. Honestly. You know, if, you, if you're waking up to see the dawn, like, what are you doing? Go like, back to bed. Go back to bed, man. Have a lie-in. Have a day off. Have a day off. Unless, you know, you're a farmer. I guess I guess you do need to be up that early. Like, it's, uh, don't, don't want to minimise your job. <laughs> Don't want to discriminate against farmers. Um, do you want to explain what this podcast is about for people that are listening for the first time? Yeah, so it's not about farmers and it's not about the weather. It's um, it's a film podcast about filmographies. Believe it which, or not. <laughs> in which we go through one actor's filmography at a time in chronological order and we rate all their films and have a gay old time. And it's a lot of fun. So we've done Robert Pattinson and Ryan Gosling so far, and we're currently watching Zoe Saldana's filmography, which I think was quite a surprise choice for a lot of people. But we don't like it to is, be predictable. It is a bit left of field, but you know, but based on we went for, um, I was going to say straight white males. It's not that Zoe Saldana's not straight, but like 
she's yeah, not a straight like, white male. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you would like a Ryan Reynolds or a, mm. I don't know. I feel like that would be like if you were tr- trying to chart the progress. <laughs> yeah. Of who he chose. That I think would a lot of be people like... don't really either don't know who she is or don't consider that she's been in quite a lot of stuff as well. That like surprises had... me that people don't know yeah. who she is. Yeah, I've had a few but people I've had be a lot like, of, who? I have a few people, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, here we are going through Zoe's filmography. And I mean, the three films for me this week, I, I enjoyed all of them just straight off the bat. I didn't have any issues. Like, if you compare it to when we went through Robert Pattinson's filmography early days and some later days and it, it was quite tough some weeks you'd have um things to watch that were just uncomfortable in many ways but the films have all been good for me this week yeah well i think i think she started her her acting career when she, i think she's going to be in a lot of like rom-commy yeah uh, it's, it's interesting actually to like see the difference between her filmography and the two guys that we've done. Yeah. Um, like, I think we're going to learn a lot about the film industry and the types of roles yeah. that women get given. I kind of get um, that um, impression, yeah, definitely. Whereas whereas the two guys, I mean, not Rob so much, but, you know, they'd get given, I don't know, like the leading man yeah. type role. Certainly in these, she's relegated to a love interest or the best friend. Yeah. Do you like, know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. This is going to go from like a inverted commas comedy podcast to just like critical analysis of the film industry. <laughs> Women have it shit. They do. But we love you, Zoe. Right. So this week we've watched uh, Center Stage. Mm-hmm. Spelt wrong for my eyes. Centre. Because it's... Because it, it's no it's center. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's spelled center. It's spelled the American way. Oh, I didn't realize. We spell it centre. Ah. Um, center stage. <laughs> uh, get over it and snipes. Mm-hmm. What a mixed bag. What a what a mixed bloody bag. <laughs> Although two of them are bag. sort of two two of them are sort of similar in like two of them are about the theater, like or oh, have yeah, I have, guess. have performances in them. Mm-hmm. That that's the that's where the similarities start and end, probably. I mean, the other one's but, about um, music as well, so I guess oh, you could true, say they're true. all similar in their own weird Very way. Very true. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with Centre Stage, because that came out first. Sure. And that was Zoe's film debut. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, this, this, was, um, this was a strange one for me. Like, Obviously, we'll get into it, but I wasn't enjoying it for about... 40 minutes and then suddenly I was it was very strange I was like quite bored and then it I, suddenly I, no, started I to the, get interesting I had the same thing yeah okay the same thing good. so basically the premise of center stage is uh I guess it's following like the stories of three girls going to uh, like a prestige ballet academy in New York we're back New in York. New York this keeps happening <laughs> why does um, this keep happening she just loves New York New York it's a, New it's York. a great city it's the perfect city it's a city where dreams come true <laughs> it's a city that never sleeps <laughs> so I don't know how you can have any dreams because you're never sleeping <laughs> but your dreams come true <laughs> That's a good point. I guess because you're not. I guess because you're not sleeping and having the dreams, you're living the dreams, so they do come true. You've wow. just unpacked something for me that I never knew I needed. Unpacked. Fake deep. <laughs> Very. That's some Jaden Smith level fake deep <laughs> right there. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's three girls. <laughs> I don't know any of them. I think one of them's called Jody. 
she seems to be like the main main one. Beats me. There's a blonde, a brunette, and Zoe Saldana. That's, that's how yeah, I differentiate yeah. them. And uh, the categories that they fall into is the main one has got the heart in the right place. She tries really hard. She loves it more than anyone else, but she's not as good as the rest of them. Yeah. Um, Zoe Saldana is really good, but her attitude stinks. Yeah. And like she like she's just not made like well she sort sort of adapts to the world of ballet. Because mm-hmm. there's like all these strict rules and reg- like they're just bitches. <laughs> yeah, know, do you know what I mean. Yeah, one of my notes was like, "Fuck ballet." This looks like <laughs> I've, really I've got stressful. ballet. Ballet is fucking horrible. That's what I've got. <laughs> I put "fuck ballet." This looks hard. No, thank you! Exclamation mark. <laughs> and then the third one is she's her mum wanted to be a ballerina and didn't manage to do it, so she's like lived her whole life training for it, and she is like the best one. Mm-hmm. But then she hates it it's the most typical like troy bolton sort of this is your dream dad i want to be a dancer (laughs) uh but like she she becomes bulimic and all this sort of so it's sort of showing that side of the yeah there's like a huge huge focus on the girl's bodies not being correct them being them being fat they're too fat even though they're literally like the most perfect looking girls ever i mean i i've experienced a little bit of this going to drama school oh, really? not to the what? same not to the towards same extent you or towards no girls? not not to, not towards me but towards towards girls oh you really do hear a lot like yeah they need to lose weight or i mean i can't say i'm to, surprised but you need to go on a diet or whatever jesus but yeah that's sad that, that is one of the realities yeah i don't really get it but your ballet is just like another level i mean like, yeah my only the shit they put their bodies through i did <laughs> I did adult ballet when I was at uni for just a bit of exercise. Um, Not quite as intense or dramatic, but I do like the film Black Swan and that looks fucking stressful. (laughs) I saw that once and I just remember being traumatised by it and not not enjoying it. Natalie Portman was not in a good way in that film. Not not in a good way at all. She was having a bad time. So they they go to the the dance school Mm -hmm. and did you recognise the... um, like the main choreographer, like I guess, like Dean. Yeah, he plays like I feel like a douchebag lawyer in something I've seen, but I can't remember. Do you what. want me to reveal who he yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, please. I was gonna Google it, but I knew that you'd tell me, so I didn't bother. It's um, it's Schmidt's dad from New Girl. Yes, and he owns the vineyard. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like he's in something else as a lawyer, though. But Schmidt's dad. Is he's, definitely... Yeah, he's been he's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, he is Schmidt's dad. Oh. Um, that's what I recognised him from. Oh yeah, Aww. yeah. Um, so he's like a, just a bit of a knobhead. He is a knobhead, and then huge knobhead. They're, they're basically, it all culminates in there's going to be this big performance, and it's going to make or break their careers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh, and she, uh, Jody, the main one, she's told throughout that she's not good enough, and she should probably like quit the dance school and all this. But then so she, sad. she goes to another dance class outside of the ballet, and it's just like you know. It's just a bit like a, a normal dance class. They're doing a bit of... I don't know what the dance style is. I was going to try and attempt to name it there, but I don't know. <laughs> they're just having a bit of fun. <laughs> but like the the lead dancer from the ballet company that they're trying to join, he's there. Yeah. And he like takes a shine to her and then they sleep They sleep together. And he then she thinks so that they're going to be... To, they're, they're, she thinks they're going to be together and it's going to be wonderful. And he's just a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he he's is the one of the choreographers for this final show that they're going to do that will like get them cast in the the company but there's yeah. only three spaces to join the company from the whole year and yeah. there's like 30 40 of them more mm-hmm. and then 
he like casts her in his ballet as like the the main dancer. Yeah. But his his one's going to be like a fusion of of ballet and modern dance and all this. Yeah. So yeah, basically she like ends up dancing in that and getting really good and like so she she falls out with him mm-hmm. because he's just a dick after they sleep together. Yeah. But then at the end he's like, "Oh, fuck this dance school. I'm starting my own dance company." Yeah, be you my You should principal. come and join my dance company and she's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll come <laughs> and join it." And that's like framed as like the triumphant end triumphant ending like she's like, "Yeah, she she beca- she found the true dancer that she wants to be and she showed the ballet school and she told them to stick it and she went and joined this fantastic new company but it's like but she's working with the dickhead yeah who he's so had creepy. no comeuppance for his like being a dickhead yeah and he like goes up to her and kisses her at the end and she's like you're a great dancer but as a boyfriend you suck and i'm thinking the way he's treated you he's definitely going to be like perving on you in this new company yeah. like the the final dance they do they may as well have just had sex on the stage it was so uncomfortable well, the, the, <laughs> the story of the dance is basically like their relationship right yeah like it's like she the story of it is like that she's a ballerina and then she falls out with the dance teacher mm-hmm. and then she goes to um a, da- a normal dance class this is all still in ballet though but it's like ballet to modern music Ooh, yeah how edgy. <laughs> um and then she falls in love with a guy from that class and they have sex and they fall out and all this. And it's like, it's basically just just your story. Yeah. Very cringy to watch on stage with her mum and dad really, in the audience. I was really into the dance though. I yeah, really the, liked the final the dance. Like, dance sequence. It was proper long, wasn't it? It was like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not more. Because also, also really they, good. they cast like a load of professional dancers in the main role. So like the, the guy that's a dick, he is actually... He was actually like the lead ballet dancer in, because the the company that's in this isn't real, mm. but there is one in New York, and he mm. was the lead dancer up until 2012, I believe. Oh, that's um, interesting. So he's like an actual professional ballet dancer, and you can tell because there's like shots of like when they're dancing, you can tell that it's them. Apart mm-hmm. from, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but coming on to Zoe now, are you going to say when there was a big flip? Like, she does a flip in the classroom and it's blatantly a body double. Yeah, well, several times throughout, yeah. it's just clear that it's yeah. not her. You can so, see the face and it's not yeah, Zoe yeah. Saldana. So the, 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 fi- the final dance, she was just going to be in the chorus, but then, and the, the girl who's really good but hates ballet, mm-hmm. she was going to be the main dancer. And then at the last minute, she comes to the realisation that she doesn't want to do it. So she switches out. She make, She lets Zoe do it yeah. instead of her without telling anyone. So like Zoe turns up on the stage and everyone's really shocked, and then yeah, you see the you see the whole dance, and it's just really obvious. Yeah, they cut to like a really far away angle, so it's like you're at the back of the audience basically. So you can just see these figures dancing on the stage, and like I guess it's good in the sense that you get to see the full scope of like the dance and all what all the different shapes and stuff yeah. that they're doing in the dance. Yeah. But you can see that it's. Like even at that distance, you can see that that is not Zoe Saldana, and I think it's probably no. because I, I have didn't notice it with any of the other dancers, but I think that's probably because like you know what Zoe Saldana's silhouette looks like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you've seen her in a lot of things, mm-hmm. so you, I don't know. You know what her face, what her like her profile looks like. Yeah. So then when you when you see someone who's not her, and also <laughs> like, I think the body double they got is a, is a is a bit shorter as well. Yeah, I feel like so they like, definitely could have done better <laughs> like, with her body double you've gone to all this trouble because also one of the facts i've got is 
um, of the main characters who are dancers, five are professional ballet dancers or have had ballet training. And Zoe is one of those people that they list. So could she not have just done it, like, realistically? I don't know. Some of the stuff, probably not. But yeah, there's mm. a, the the first time that you see Zoe dance, they're doing like a training exercise in the class and she's been like showed up because she was late and she's wearing the wrong thing. Yeah. And they do this dancing and she like leaps across the room and does loads of like spins and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, oh, where did she turn up from? And I wound it back and played it back like frame by frame. And yeah, you can clearly see that it's not Zoe. I didn't even have to slow it down. I just like... Well, no, because I was like... You wanted to check. Did I, did I see <laughs> yeah. that? And then I wound it back and I was yeah. like, wow, that was really obvious. <laughs> yeah. I just looked and thought, well, that's not her, but carry on. And then, yeah, it, it, in the final performance, you can tell because it, it cuts from really far away shots to mm-hmm. really close up cinematic shots. Mm-hmm. Um of her in the same position and it's like well, that clearly wasn't you two seconds ago <laughs> yeah like what are you doing um and then also there's a really weird thing going on because because then in the in the dance of the main girl that's she is a professional dancer mm. and that's all like filmed on the stage and you can see like right up close to the dancing so you can tell that they're doing all the dancing yeah but there's a i think i've again not been able to verify this but i think the shots are motion tracked so did you notice that whenever like someone did a leap up into the air, the camera looked really weird? And I think yeah. it's because they, they made it so that the shot tracked the person who was jumping. So they stayed in the centre of the frame. And it, I don't, it just looks really like That's it looks so like really bizarre. like motion blurry and yeah. weird, but only those sections. Yeah. I'm not sure about that technique. I don't think <laughs> it's but the yeah, best. It, it was very strange. And like they clearly um, took a lot of care in it because like in the opening credits and then the the like ending credits Mm. there was lots of like who choreographed which dance and they obviously Mm. like got real choreographers in to do it so they obviously took a lot of care to like be you know have authentic ballet in it and stuff yeah definitely you could tell Um, as well i think it really showed yeah it's Um, not like uh i've never seen any of the films so i can't comment but it's not like a step up where it's just like some people doing some street dance. I'll be honest, I haven't that, seen Step Up That either. really minimises what street dance is, but, like, um, <laughs> all all dancing mediums are the same, but, like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes there's not that caretaking. It's like, oh, we'll just get someone in to do a few yeah. flips or whatever, and we won't care if it's actually, like, a ballet technique or whatever. I think ballet but, um, is just so, like, old, and, like, the whole culture around ballet is quite, like, precious and snobby, so I think that they're keen to, like, protect yeah. the art of ballet for to not upset the New York mm. Ballet Company. Would would it would it interest you to know that there's two sequels to this? So this is a franchise. Yes. So there's Center Stage, Turn It Up. Oh, fucking hell, that sounds like Step Up to the Streets. <laughs> and Center Stage, On Point, which sounds more ballet based. Ah, um, how I've did not they managed do? to I've not managed to verify whether any of the cast return. Okay. Certainly, Zoe's not in it because it's, yeah. none of those are in the rest of the films that we're watching. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well they did, but I mean, I'd never heard of Center Stage. So no, I was going to say I've never heard of this. So um, it was all right, though. Yeah, I enjoyed. I, like I you say, though, the first it. forty minutes or so was really boring. I did just feel like, what am I watching here? Like, yeah, what's the point of this boring drama? But then it all started to sort of come together, and like the sort of eating disorder side of things got a bit more intense, and it was uncomfortable yeah. to watch. But it was like. At least it was more interesting. Oh, that, that's an interesting... The girl who plays the girl... The girl who plays the girl <laughs> who has the eating disorder and is really yeah. good at ballet. She'd never done ballet before in her life. Oh. Before this film. But you wouldn't know. No. Like, she looks really good in it. Oh. Um, yeah, great cast. 
Yeah, really good cast. The, um, the main blonde girl is one of the main characters in Suits, if you've seen Suits. Oh, I did see that she'd been in Suits. Yeah. I, I, I went to see what else she'd been she in. Plays I, haven't, I haven't seen protégé. Suits. So I remember thinking she was quite pretty in Suits, and she's quite pretty in this too. She's she, a pretty she girl. Is, she is quite pretty, yeah. Pretty girl. Yeah. I've not really got else else much to say. Much else um, to say. My notes were so much body shaming slash problems. I hate it. <laughs> the next note was creepy men everywhere. <laughs> oh, lots of creepy men. So many. Lots of, lots of creepy men. <laughs> um, the, uh, the only thing that I've got about it is they all have to share like a dorm room or whatever, mm. which I feel like is a very American thing. It is, yeah. How would you? How do you feel you would cope with that? Well, actually, I have shared a dorm room with someone um, when I went to the Salzburg Global Media Academy in my second year of university. Ooh. I got a I got a scholarship <laughs> to go to the Salzburg Academy over summer, and I had to share a room with someone for I want to say six weeks, someone I'd never met, Ooh. and it was a big double bed, which was weird. Really weird. You had to share a bed with them. Yeah, it was like a king size, so you could sleep quite far away. But it it was it was it wasn't me. Like it wasn't me. And if you're oh listening, Nida, oh my god, Nida, I'm getting. Like, su- can I just say I'm just getting such anxiety just thinking. I really about liked that. her. Like Nida, you're probably not listening, but hello, we made really good friends. But at first, I was like, I mean, you know me, I'm an introvert. I like my own space. Like it's bad enough I have to share a bed with Luke. Never mind someone I've never met. Um, and when I went, I was just like. Oh I was my not God. in a good way. It was it was bad, and she's like the cultural difference was was insane as well because it was students from all over the world. So she was from Kenya, I was from England. We had long chats about like colonialism in bed together. It's very strange. <laughs> very I, very I strange. Could, I couldn't hack it. Oh no, it would freak me out too much. Yeah, it was it was strange, but um, I'm glad I'd be I on edge all the time. I'm glad I didn't have to do it at uni like all the time because you're probably the same, and, and probably people listening, we grow up with a very American media sort of landscape. Like I watched a lot of American TV yeah. shows growing up, American movies. It didn't quite click to me until I was actually going to uni. You do get your own room and you do get like an ensuite yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I remember thinking, oh my god, am I gonna have to like bunk with someone? <laughs> like, because um, because there's still yeah. that, there's still that thing that, like people say, oh, he's my roommate or she's my roommate, but you don't actually share a room. But in no. in yeah, in America, that your roommate really is your roommate. It feels like prison if you're in uh, yeah. sharing a room with someone for that long. Like, I feel like I, I was always hosting someone, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd have to constantly, like, entertain them or be talking to them or... Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? I, I mean, I guess you'd probably settle into it, but... Mm. Good God. <laughs> yeah, so that that happened and <laughs> that pushed me over the edge of my social awkwardness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I that's what I to, need. Yeah, you just need to be forced to share a bed with someone random for six weeks. Who knows? Yeah. You might even fall in love. Wow! What a what, a, what an idea! <laughs> what a concept! New, what a co- Thursday! What a concept! <laughs> um, should we give this a rating then? Yes. So, uh, for those listening for the first time, our rating system is usually based on our actor's name. So, oh. with Robert Pattinson, it was pat on the back or shat on the back. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, the goose, it was a loosey goosey or a juicy goosey. Um, I've got some options for you this week. So oh, last okay. week. We announced that it was going to be a Zoe Saldan nah or Zoe Saldan yeah, <laughs> which I'm still a fan of. But yeah, I've I had, love it. It's brilliant. My friend Dylan wrote in 
Oh, hello, Dylan. And he he said, um, I have mentioned him briefly on the show. In Ryan Gosling, I spoke about mm. my RE essays that oh, I used to write. Oh, yeah. It's this Dylan. Hi. This Dylan. He said he thinks it should be Noe Sel- Zoe Saldana or Noe Saldana. I did see this message, yeah. I mean, it's good. It doesn't it's quite good. have the same. So I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave your options open there. Okay. For yeah. you, for what you want to give it. Okay. Dep- I guess. I guess we could use it if it's you know like a stronger no. I guess. I guess. Oh no, we sell Dana. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Give us some options, or we we do come up with puns based on the name of the film. Yeah. I've not got any for center stage, but um, you know, no. if you've got any, think of any. No. So Shit is it? Stage. Is it? Is it? I knew it'd be shit based. Emma <laughs> likes to get the shit in there. I do. I like to get shit in all the nooks and crannies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is it? Is it a Zoe Saldana or a Zoe Saldana? <laughs> I think it's a Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Um, I mean, if nothing else, just for the final dance sequence, it was really, really good to watch. Yeah. I am a fan of the theater and dancing, so it was it was fun for me. What would um what would you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a, a yeah as well. <laughs> okay, because, just because um, good. Yeah, it's just enjoyable. The first yeah. forty minutes, like like we say, not so much slow. But... Yeah, but worth it in the end. Yeah, stick with it. Stick with it, kids. Stick with it. <laughs> okay, let's move on then to get over it. Get over it, you know. Not to be confused with the McBusted single get over it i think you're the only person that would confuse it for the most yeah I am. Single. I am this what a treat honestly what a surprise this is so i think i'm one of the only people in my sort of friendship circle that hasn't actually seen this but um this is the golden era of movies like 2001 early 2000s it's just cheesy great music this must have fun. come out in the in the era where hollywood was obsessed with making rom-coms based on William Shakespeare. Yeah, there was a lot of that, wasn't there? So um, th- this is this is just spoiler getting ahead a bit. Is based on Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, which... and they don't even try and be subtle about it. They, yeah, no, no. <laughs> they, there was no way that they could like shoot like Ten Things I Hate About You, which is uh, Taming the Shrew. Mm-hmm. Like that's not like referenced directly, but in in Get Over It, they're putting on a play of Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, and the and whole it's made pretty obvious in based, like surreal. Yeah surreal like dreamlike sequences which characters pertain mm-hmm. to which character i thought it was b- bloody brilliant uh yeah i really enjoyed it it's kirsten dunst um we love her the, i mean this just this just reminded me because it's a 2001 film mm-hmm. this it, this was like i mean because did spider-man come out in 2001 as well yeah it can't have been far off this is like oh, my, maybe 2002 this is, this like is prime. golden age of kirsten dunst and like when when I would have been introduced to her as well. And <laughs> when Tom just would have back, had a crush. And me, to be fair. Just brought back so many memories of, yeah, crushes. <laughs> and Mila Kirsten Kunis Dunst. too. Oh, yeah. She's what, just So got Mila Kunis. Beautiful. You've got Kirsten Dunst. Now, there's another cast member in this that we've met, we, we've seen before. Do you know who it is? Mm, that we've seen before? Yeah. So, the opening of this film is like home movies and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is quite similar to um a little series that we watched called Flash Forward. It is similar. Yeah. Well <laughs> which which Ryan Gosling was in and the premise of that was like two childhood friends and the opening of each episode was like their home movies when they were kids. Yeah. And that, that's how this film ends cuz the main character gets with his childhood sweetheart and he's like, Aww. "Oh, I remember we we used to play Doctor 
and nurses together when we were kids and then she moved to my school she moved away but then she moved back to our school and then we got together cute anyway the main guy from this is the main guy from flash forward what yeah what ben foster wow can you, you know believe what? it i i i never you could have put a gun to my head and threatened me with death and i would have never guessed that so <laughs> wow cool so what a what a small world what a little happenstance mm. yeah i couldn't believe it because I, I was just like i wonder if this guy's been in anything else and that's what i thought when we watched flash forward as well if you remember yeah i said um oh he was in x-men 3 as angel oh yeah and, and i and you were like and i think you said then you could have held a gun to my head and i would <laughs> yeah. have not been able to the tell most you forgettable face in the world like sorry I was ben. Like, what, who is this guy i I'm wonder sorry. if he's been in anything so i i looked him up and i saw that he'd been in x-men 3 mm. as angel and i went wait <laughs> this isn't this isn't the guy from, and it is the guy from Flash Forward. This keeps happening. How many more times is this going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I bring it, he's going to be in another film we watch, and I'll go, that's Ben Foster. And, and I'll you'll go, go Who? you could have held a gun to my head. <laughs> You'll have to make like a supercut of me saying it every single time. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And I also uh, noticed um Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' son. Oh, is that who too. he is? He's like the best friend or whatever. I knew I recognised him, but I couldn't think from where. I've seen I've seen Colin Hanks in stuff before, but I only recognise him as Tom Hanks' son. <laughs> mm. And it's also got um Cisco in it, who is famous for the thong song. <laughs> Ooh, that just so scandalous. Got a booty like a man can handle he's, it. He, he's the other best friend. It's a brilliant song. Who sings the most surreal credit sequence that I've ever seen. But we'll get on to that. I didn't expect that, but yeah, we'll, we'll get on to it. <laughs> so, yeah, the the plot of the film is his child... Well, it's, the plot of the film is a mixture of several films that come after it. But the initial thing that happens is the plot of the Inbetweeners movie, where... <laughs> um, his, oh my God, girlfriend, it is. his girlfriend sort of unceremoniously just breaks up with him. So rude. So he's trying to get her back for the whole film. Mm-hmm. And to get her back, he decides to audition for the school musical. And then he has a bit of an issue because he's trying to juggle his time between being in the school musical and playing basketball. Hmm, what does this mm. remind me of? Hmm. hmm. Let me think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's High School Musical. <laughs> And uh, again with the High School Musical plot line. Yeah. I, I, so I've got this is the, my first note is this is the plot of the Inbetweeners movie, and then I've got it's also High School Musical. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's in the the musical is a musical retelling of a Midsummer Night's Dream. The layers are just crazy. The layers, so many layers. There's layers on layers on layers. Okay. And Martin Short plays the dramatic director of the musical he's he's such a dick <laughs> he should have been so in good, center stage so good in the, the role. ballet because he was horrible <laughs> my favorite <laughs> like tv slash movie trope is like high school drama teacher who takes it way too seriously like it's just my favorite <laughs> have you ever watched it. summer have you ever watched summer heights high <laughs> yeah i have mr g and that is fantastic yeah. and then the one from high school musical the musical brilliant the series that's the one yeah sorry <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. So good. Oh my God, we should do High School Musical, the musical, the series, the podcast. Guys, if you'd be interested, let us know. (laughs) Because, you know, we don't have enough on our plate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) We don't have so many things to watch. Um, Anyway, yeah, he wants to be in the musical and then Tom Hanks' son's sister is played by Kirsten Dunst. Mm -hmm. She clearly fancies him and she's like, I'll help you out uh, to get into the musical and I'll help you out during the musical and all this. Mm -hmm. And then... 
It's it's also the plot of Legally Blonde. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Because he's is. trying to get the girl Helping. back, and then someone helps him, and then he realizes that he actually wants to. And then at the end, she tries to get back with him. And look, early two thousands, make a new film. Make a new film, but also don't, because it's just nice knowing what you're going to get. It's the comfort. As soon as this film started, I was like, oh, it's one of them. (laughs) It's one of them. It's one of them. I I know exactly what's going to happen. I really enjoyed the opening, because he gets dumped, and he's walking down the street, and Love Will Keep Us Together comes on. But there's, like, people singing it behind him, and it becomes a bit of a dance number. It's, it's, um, It's just so good. It's like the most classic sort of opening sequence for sort of 90s, early 2000s film. And also there's a quite douchebag character in it who's like in a boy band. Oh, um, and what, what and is his accent? It's the most 90s boy band sequence ever. It's fucking amazing. It's like pure, just boys, boys own NSYNC sort of. It's just so good. Yeah, it is very good. So good. But his accent, like I thought yeah, it was so was bad that? that I thought it was going to be a plot point that he was putting it on. <laughs> But he was like... Do you know what? I thought, is he English doing a bad American accent? So I looked him up. He's American. Yeah, no, no. I think Why? the whole idea is that he's supposed... That it is supposed to be a really bad English accent. Because they're, they're, they're making jokes about it. Oh, I thought He's supposed to be he, English. He sounded like a guy who is English doing a bad American accent, not an no. American doing a bad English accent. No, it was oh. the other way around. Well, wow. either that or Australian. It was hard to tell. It was... Awful. He, yeah, he was like, yeah, very, very bad He's Australian like, get over slash here. English accent. <laughs> get over here, me old China. One of my um, one of my notes from this film is low rise jeans make me angry because they they really do make me angry. They should. Why do exist. they make you angry? Because they're just. It's not an obtainable look for most women. <laughs> low, low rise jeans are just evil. Like high waisted jeans, they hide all your secrets. It's perfect. Low rise. It's the perfect crime. It's it's all hanging out. No one needs to see that. And that's the first thing I saw in that um, first sequence of the dancing. The singer in the band is wearing mm. low rise jeans and like a crop top. It's like the most Buffy the Vampire Slayer sort of oh, look. Oh, I was, I was, I was like, sort of struggling to picture what low rise jeans are. And now I know what you mean. It's now where they're like on your look. hip and like your whole belly is out. <laughs> yeah, I understand Put what you're saying. Put it away. Just put it away. Put it away. No one needs to see that. Put it away, love. So, yeah, throughout the story, you know, he's still trying to get back with the ex-girlfriend, but she's mm-hmm. with this guy from the boy band now. And Kirsten Dunst is pining over him. But then he does start to, like, fancy her a bit. But then he's conflicted because it's his mate's sister. Yeah. And then they put on the show. and Oh, and he, he, he gets initially cast as a really small part, but then the person playing one of the main characters who he is like substituted for who he would be in the story of Midsummer Night's Dream mm. that this is adapted from gets injured so he has to play that part so she has to like really help him out mm-hmm. and then they they kiss and he's like no I can't do this Aww. and then he typical comes to a realization halfway through the show that he does love her no um and he does want to be with her so he and it all worked out he changes the end of Midsummer Night's Dream I to profess believe, his like, love for you her. You just be writing, rewriting Shakespeare like that, but go off, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of like when they do Midsummer Night's Dream is the little introductory song they do, and I can't remember the tune, but I wrote down one of the lines because it made me laugh so much. It was, um, "Did you ever read a Shakespeare play and never understand a word they say? Well, don't worry, we're here to make things clear because Shakespeare's dead, but we're up here." <laughs> I was it- just like. <laughs> 
It's just so fucking tacky. The, ho- the whole the whole musical itself is really good. It's like, have you ever seen Nativity? Yes, I love Nativity. So it's a lot like it's a lot like that in yeah. Um, all the Style. all the different songs are like clearly rip offs of different other songs. So there's like yeah. a there's a song where. The, the main character Ben Foster and the boy band guy have to sing like a duet mm. about how much they love the same girl because they're competing yeah. for her affection but it's in the style of a boy band song and like yeah. the chorus of it is very almost but not quite um I want it that way it's so good and then I think the opening song sounds like another song and I can't remember what it is now um because when it was playing i was like are they just ripping off this song mm. but then it, it, it it's one of those ones that's like it treads very close to the line yeah and then for copyright reasons it diverts yeah to they did a else. good job at like doing similar um but not quite the same so they can get away with it <laughs> and then there's also a plot point that kirsten dunce has a solo song mm. and uh she wants to rewrite it because it's shit because <laughs> the director's written it so she switches out the sheet music one i'm pretty sure that's not how it works like a musician isn't a robot and they just play what's in front of them they will like they will know what the song's supposed to be because yeah. they'll have rehearsed it mm-hmm. you know second of all because there's a big thing about like ben foster's like oh you need to you need you should sing your song because yours is way better you're like a musical genius or whatever <laughs> yeah what she does is she takes the same tune that martin short wrote <laughs> and puts shakespeare's soliloquy lyrics uh like words into the song and she just sings the soliloquy. So she rips off two things. So so she, <laughs> she didn't actually do anything. Own. She yeah. didn't do, do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's very good. And she sings very nicely. Mm. But, you know, didn't actually achieve that much, did she? <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to act like you're special. And then they all get together at the end and it's all big happy times. It is big happy vibes. And then the end credits. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo boy. <laughs> Woo boy. Woo. Oh, and sorry, there's also like a a, a subplot of um, Mila Kunis is Kirsten Dunst's best friend and Cisco is trying to get with her and he's in the stage crew and then someone else gets injured so he has to substitute in and he's a really good dancer and he gets yeah. to do a dance break and then she fancies him after that. Anyway, he <laughs> so then... So if you ever have a crush on a girl, just do a little dance break. Yeah, just She'll love do a little you. dance break. Make a little love. Get down get tonight. Get down tonight. <laughs> then there's end credits is Cisco <laughs> and the woman who sang Love Will Keep Us Together at the beginning yeah. singing a remix slash cover <laughs> of a song that should never be touched. Because <laughs> it's it, perfect. It is perfect the way it is. Yeah. They're singing a cover of September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Which, I mean, everyone agrees is one of the best songs ever. It shouldn't and like, be touched, like you said. It, yeah, so that song is great as it is, but th- this version has got Cisco like going, yeah, woo, yeah, 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 like riffing all over the top of it, and it's like, stop. And then they're all on like a soundstage, all dancing and happy together and dancing yeah, together. with like crazy graphics and... It's like it's like the end of um, Mamma Mia. <laughs> you know you know when like... Have you seen Mamma Mia? Nope. Oh, that's so the end credits of that is like the main cast dressed in classic ABBA 70s attire sing, like singing I want to say it's like Dancing Queen or something on a yeah. stage and it's it's shot like this I don't like to say I haven't watched Mamma Mia because I'm worried someone might try and make me watch it why why haven't you watched it I've seen Mamma Mia 2 and I hated it why <laughs> oh no <laughs> why have you seen Mamma Mia 2 but not Mamma Mia 
because it was on at Luke's cousin's house because her little girl is obsessed with it and she wanted to get her to shut up, so she put Mamma Mia 2 on. Um, and I watched it with this five-year-old and I didn't I've, really enjoy it. I've I've not seen Mamma Mia 2, so I can't comment on the quality of Mamma Mia 2. Okay, okay. But Mama, I wouldn't, I'm not proclaiming that Mamma Mia is a fantastic film, mm. but it's an easy watch and it's got okay. ABBA in it and I like ABBA. <laughs> so, I do like ABBA, yeah. But yeah, I just don't know why... One, why they chose that song, and two, why, why, what, just why, why. just why. <laughs> but it was really it's interesting good because literally the day before I watched this, I had had a conversation at work where we were discussing what our favorite songs are, mm. and I said that September is probably my favorite song. Aww, it's just it is one of those ones song. that, like, just you know, every time you hear it, you can't, you can't not have a boogie to it. Do you know what I mean? So that, that leads me on to the question, what is your favourite song? What is my favourite song? Yeah. What is a song that you will always go to, like your go-to song, like you go, um, oh, I want, I want to pick me up. I guess heaven, that's different from a favourite song, but... Heaven must be missing an angel. Heaven must be missing an angel. Do you not know I, that one? I don't know that one. What? By the Tavares? Well, when, when, re- when was it released? Like 1976 or something? Oh, I should know it then. Missing one angel child, cause you're Who sings here it? with me. Tavares? I think that's how you say it. Mm, don't know. I don't know. Right. Well, fucking hell. Educate yourself. I'll but send also, it you. I, th- I don't know that September is my favorite song. I think my favorite song might be um, Sleeping with oh, the what Light. What a on. night. Oh yeah, that's a good one. By good uh, one. Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Yeah. Wow. Best song about losing your virginity that I've ever heard. <laughs> is that what it's about? <laughs> A what a night. Well, I don't know. Late December back in 63 was a very special time for me. What a lady, what a night. Could have been about him just having some great sex. Doesn't necessarily have to be about him losing his V V V card. <laughs> As I recall, it ended much too soon, he says. Maybe it was just him having a bad performance. You don't know. No, it seems so wrong, but now it seems so right. Oh. <laughs> what a lady, what a night. Okay, fair enough. Wow. You learn something new every day, truly. I can't believe you don't know Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel. Maybe if I heard it, I would know it. Yeah. But Anyway. Yeah, I've got a few quotes from Martin Short's character. I okay. say a few. I've, I've only got two. Okay. But um, I follow the popular arts. To me, they're so dope. <laughs> Which that is, a, like is a reference so outdated. The use of the word dope is so outdated that I think it's actually people use it again now. Yeah, it's gone out and come back in. Yeah. Fair enough. And then, in the words of the wonderful Kevin Spacey, <laughs> I don't know what the words are, but I, I heard Kevin Spacey and I was like, oh no, this hasn't aged well. Things that have aged badly. Uh, I just had one quote from Cisco, who was on a, I think he was talking to Ben Foster about starring in the play, and he said, you don't just arbitrarily play someone's soulmate. Look at the old lady from Titanic. She ain't never getting over that. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. I did like that, yeah. Made me laugh. Because that would have only just come out as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe like five years before, but yeah. Love it. Yeah, and then we've not spoken about Zoe at all, but she is... Um, oh yeah, she's in it. <laughs> she's the ex-girlfriend's best friend. And then she ends up kissing the new boy band boyfriend at a party and ruining the relationship. So that's why the ex-girlfriend breaks up with him and then she wants to get back with Ben Foster. But he's like, sorry, nah, bitch. Nah, you had bitch. your chance. Yeah, you had your chance. Plus, Kirsten Dunst is way fitter. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, weigh that one up. <laughs> yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. Yeah, it was great. Oh, and also really Coolio's enjoyed. in this. I've just seen... Oh, yeah, he's in it as himself. Is 
is this just the era of films where Coolio was just in things just because yeah, he's Coolio? I think so. He's, he's in Daredevil as well, isn't he? Yeah, I think he so, just needed the money. <laughs> just just wanted to be, be on everything. And also, wasn't he on like Big Brother in the UK or something as well? He was on Big Brother, yeah, years ago. Like I said, uh, he needs the money. I don't, even, I don't even know who he is. I just know he's that he was a person who was in things. He did um, Gangster's Paradise. That's his song uh, he's known for. But clearly the royalties are running out because he's just yeah. getting his he's getting his nose in anywhere he can. So In 2001. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we give this a rating? Yes. Let's. Is it Zoe Saldana or Zoe Saldana? <laughs> for me, it's a Zoe Saldana. Yeah, it was a big yarn. Yeah, I would watch it again. Really good. Really, really good. Just a fun time, isn't it? Just a good time. Good Just a times. very good time. And then, finally, we get on to Snipes. Snipes. What a film. Very what strange. A film. Bit of a low, lower budget film, I feel. like I feel like it was more of an indie indie film. Did you get I that I thought vibe? it was really good. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it. It definitely felt low budget, but it's one of them where I think the low budget almost kind of suited it in a non-douchey way. It was very... Yeah. It, it mm, felt yeah. very real and raw, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's the plot of this film? Um, oh, my God. So the plot of this film is um, Nelly. <laughs> Nelly, I love you. I couldn't stop singing that when I was watching it. It's about a record label who have signed a artist called prolific who is nelly um prolific with a k prolific with a k um there is a nice young lad working at the record label who's also an aspiring rapper but he's just there like putting up flyers for prolific and he's prolific's biggest fan and played by some do you know who who plays him no did you ever watch smallville no oh is he in that he's clark kent's like high school best friend in that oh that's cute well, he yeah. was very good. I really liked him as a character. One thing leads to another. Prolific is kidnapped. <laughs> and his um, unreleased album is stolen. And apparently it's going to be like a platinum bestseller. There's going to be millions of it's pre-sales like on this album. groundbreaking. It's the best thing yeah. that I've ever seen yeah, so or like, seen, heard. Yeah, so these people are holding it to ransom and being like, basically, give us the money. And well, and they kill you. Prolific as well. They kill Prolific, yeah. And then, um, which will like skyrocket the value of the yeah, recordings. And then the young lad and his friend stumble upon bodies in one of the recording studios and um, end up on the run because they think that they did it, even though they didn't. And there's just lots of murder and running away. And Zoe Saldana plays such a bad bitch. She's so cool in this film. Really, really cool. Um, so she works at the record label as like a marketing agent or like head of marketing. Yeah. Um, my one note regarding that, just off the bat, was um, very inappropriate touching in the workplace. <laughs> so she <laughs> she plays a marketing agent in the record label, and the sleazy record owner, um, like record label owner, just like pervs on her all the time, um, and she threatens to pepper spray him. And then in the end, it turns out she's actually quite violent and scary. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't want to cross her anyway. So yeah, that's kind of the premise. Anyway, it's very gritty and edgy gritty mm, gritty. Very gritty gritty yeah so it, he i've got a few quotes okay from it i'm gonna be using this one mm-hmm. man i can't be helping these magnetic charms shorties be up on me like bees on honey <laughs> that quote was made for you yeah um 
Zoe Saldana tells someone to shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, was that? Um, <laughs> she'd like Zoe tied is a boss up, ass bitch. She'd shut like the tied fuck up, up, bitch. She tied up someone's girlfriend in the other room, and she's like, "Let me go!" And Zoe just goes, "Shut the fuck up, bitch!" <laughs> fuck up, bitch! And then <laughs> so listen closely, fucko. <laughs> <laughs> fucko. Oh god. It's very um, early two thousands because there's it lots is. of flip phones. Loads of flip phones, loads of like early two thousands R and B. Like the soundtrack to this film, lots and lots of leather jackets. So good, yeah. Loads of leather jackets. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And Nelly, surprisingly good. I don't know if he's just playing himself, but I did enjoy. I I feel like he may be. I did enjoy him as as a character, as an actor. Um, Nelly's the guy who sings. It's getting hot in here, right? I think so. I'm just gonna check that. If he's not. Um, the one of the best mashups that I've ever heard is of "It's Getting Hot in Here" and "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees. You've sent me that, and it's very good. And it it fucking slaps. That was him, yeah. He did sing that. Yeah, I thought it was. I recognised him from the music video. He did um, also a very um, popular song amongst people. <laughs> Ride with me, very good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that one. I'm you afraid. do know "Ride with Me." If you want to no. go and take a ride with me. Oh, I do that know that one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my homies listen to that all the time. <laughs> Me we get and my theatre homies. We get that on the boom box and we <laughs> oh, we crack a couple of cold ones. <laughs> and then I say the, to my... And the babes are on you like honey. <laughs> shorties be up on me like the bees on honey. That's the one, yeah. So many shorties. Um, Yeah. One thing I did note about this film is like the racism of the label owner. Yeah. Like I, I know we're meant to hate him and you're very much aligned with the black characters but some of the dialogue is just so uncomfortable like i genuinely don't think that would get made now in in a such an on the nose way i f- i feel like the the i feel like i mean i'm a white guy right so i have no like as highlighted white. by me saying i listen to it with my homies um <laughs> like i feel like this was made by people who are in that rap scene and like yeah. by those people i feel like a lot of the dialogue for all the black characters is quite um realistic mm. of of that sort of culture and stuff mm. like that mm-hmm. so i feel like i don't know maybe people do say that maybe like what the record label was what he was saying to them is what has been said to them yeah yeah but it i feel like you don't have the right to be uncomfortable with it as a white person but yeah I was, no no <laughs> i was just like you can't <laughs> say that that's really nasty <laughs> oh my god you can't even say get your hand off her ass <laughs> yeah oh my god stop touching her <laughs> boundaries yeah. boundaries sir he was horrible but, wasn't he but anyway it, it's revealed that nelly prolific mm-hmm. staged his own kidnapping <laughs> and staged his own death because he's not actually prolific Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. so he he was friends with the actual prolific yeah and he went to the record label with the tape and the guy listened to it and was like oh my god this is fucking amazing yeah great yeah. we're gonna make make an album well mm-hmm. and they prolific had already made an album but then they went on a job like a robbery and he got prolific got shot and was killed so Sad nelly times. decided that he would just pretend because they'd never met him or seen a picture mm-hmm. of him he pretended that he he decided he'd pretend he'd be prolific so he can get but, the money but then obviously he can't actually produce any new music or whatever mm-hmm. and then he only he got an advance on the payment for it but he got it it was split in two so he'd get some of the money beforehand and then he'd get it once the album was released yeah so obviously he could never release the album. So he decided to hold himself to ransom to get loads <laughs> of money for this unreleased album. 
It's a genius idea, if we're being honest. <laughs> it is. It, it falls apart very quickly. Yeah, and then bad also, execution. <laughs> it's also then revealed that Zoe is like his inside man. She's in on it, yeah. Because she's his like girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. she, but she sort of sees the error of her ways by the end of it, and yeah. then it ends with like a shootout between her and Nelly in the basement, and she's killed. And then Pete from his name's not Pete, but he's Pete <laughs> in small. His name is Pete in Smallville. <laughs> yeah. That's why I call him Pete. He. Shoot, he shoots prolific, but he he's uh, exonerated of any guilt because he tells mm. him to stop. He's like, no, please stop! I don't want to shoot you. I don't want to shoot you. And he carries on, so he has to shoot him. Yeah, I really like his character in this. He's just you just want him to be okay. He's very sweet you know young what? boy. <laughs> Obviously, I don't even know if the character existed at this time, but he'd be a very good Miles Morales. Yeah, I I feel that. Yeah, he's probably um, too old now, isn't he? Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I got the same sort of energy from him. Just a very like wholesome, wholesome young man. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to do the best thing. He just know. loved prolific. He loved the music. He wanted to just be his poster boy, like flyer boy, whatever. And yeah. then he ended up having to kill him. Like, damn, that came full circle. Wow. 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 Um, and then uh, I also want because he he goes around sticking up posters, and that's called mm-hmm. sniping. I don't really know why. Um, but that's why he's called. That's why the movie's called Snipes because he's called yeah. Snipes. I want his cool stapler thing that he's got. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a stick and he puts the poster up and then he just twats the, twats the stick off the wall and it staples. I've seen and people was, use those before to put things up and I, they're really cool. It's just so cool because it's just so quick and efficient. He's just like, you know boom, what? bam, bam. Oh, I've just hit my microphone, sorry. He's <laughs> like, bam, bam, bam. Speaking of putting posters up, I remember once when I was in my old job I used to have to drive to another town and I'd often have to sit in traffic, like in the middle of town. And I remember seeing a guy putting up the Sky billboard posters. And obviously I watched because I had nothing better to do. And I was so surprised to see that they get put up in sections. I don't know why I thought it was just one big You thought it was one big thing. Yeah, but he was like... He had like a big pack of like the different sections and he was like gluing them on. And I was watching like, wow, that makes so much more sense than just a did big poster how like do you falling think they, on how you. How do you think they printed it? I don't know, like with a big printer. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> a massive fucking Just like the fuck biggest like Epson printer you've a ever printer seen. A printer the size of the building they're sticking it onto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh my God, the stress of getting it all to line up. I don't think I could do it. Like mad respect to you, snipers. <laughs> Snipes. <laughs> Uh, and then also the bit that made me cringe was he gets he gets held hostage by the record producer because he thinks that he's responsible for stealing the tapes and yeah. he fucking Ooh. slices his nose open. That was that made me that made me twitch everywhere. It <laughs> <That> was horrible. <laughs> oh, and then to get it fixed up, he gets it super glued closed. Yeah. And the the girl who does it says, "Oh yeah, I do piercings or whatever, and I use super glue all the time." if things go wrong and i was like is that is that standard protocol <laughs> no I don't, I don't know that it is i think she's um, a bit more of a like street piercer i don't yeah. think she's probably following health regulations super glue and people's holes closed so to speak <laughs> yeah no no i don't think that's the way that Vile. it's done yeah that looked painful very very painful oh. but yeah it's um it's a nice little film yeah and i think if anyone wants to watch it uh, i think it's on youtube so yeah Give it a uh, not, watch. not that we condone watching things illegally, but no, you know, but it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice little watch. We, you know, if if and so like, he's a boss ass bitch in it. If NordVPN or ExpressVPN wanted to sponsor this to help our uh, our fans watch watch things, then help you a bro know, out. We're available, so we're available. 
honorallpod at gmail.com. Get in touch. Anyway. I've not really got anything else more to say about it. No. Do you want to give it a little rating? rating? Yeah. Um, it says Zoe Saldan. Yas! Again yeah, from me. It's a yas from me as well. Three yeah. out of three this week. Very good. She's cooking on gas. Cooking all good. Now we're sucking diesel. Sucking diesel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dearie me. Um, that takes us on then to... I said that we were going to workshop the name, but I have neglected to do that. I have done no workshopping. <laughs> it's the official Zoe Saldana ranking. Okay. Um, so, just to give you an idea of where it's standing at the moment, the top two is Law and Order in at number two and Six Degrees at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we going to stick centre stage? I feel like it's got to go above the other two. Yeah, yeah. For now, does, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll stick that in at number one at the moment, but it could get knocked off. What about... Get over it. I mean, that's number one, isn't that's, it? That's number one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then where are we going to put Snipes? Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe three? Yeah, I think that's not as good as centre stage. No, but it is good, so... Yeah. Cool. So the top five now is Law and Order in, in at number five, Six Degrees at number four, Snipes at number three, centre stage at number two, and Get Over It at number one. Brilliant. 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 Uh, and we're going to go straight into your new segment um, now, because unfortunately we don't have any correspondence from the honour roll. Oh, it's a quiet week. It's a quiet it's week. It's a quiet week. Um, but if anyone right. does want to get in contact with us, um, honourrollpod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, send us a message. So we'll go on to your segment, Emma. Do you remember your theme tune? I don't, so I will just make it up again. I can remember it if you want. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tom, um, introduce us. Zoe Monroe. Ding. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, I remember it now. Got it. <laughs> so welcome to the Zoe Monroe segment in which I give Tom three quotes. Uh, best two out of three. He has to guess who said them. Was it Zoe Saldana or Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> uh, so, and last week Emma won so it's 1-0 to Emma so it's it's all to play for yeah so here's your quote number one are you ready? I'm ready when I act a part of me goes into the character I am playing Zoe Saldana yes Zoe yes! Saldana you got it get well done. in you got it right oh, yeah we're cooking on gas we're sucking diesel lads we're sucking diesel right Quote number two. I felt confident about that one. Yeah, good. Okay. There is nobody on this earth who can tell you that what you're feeling is wrong. They can tell you it's different to what they're feeling. Oh. Oh, dearie me. It's hard, isn't it? It is hard. <laughs> it is hard. Can uh-huh. I have it again? Can I have it? Can I hear it again? Yep. So one more time. Yeah. There's nobody on this earth who can tell you that what you're feeling is wrong. They can tell you it's different to what they're feeling. Zoe Saldana. Yes. Oh, so you oosh, win. Oosh, 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 oosh. So you win. That's it. All right, number three, just to make me feel better about myself. Okay, okay. After I struck out last week. You struck out. Okay, quote number three. You can play along at home. It's it's, it's honestly tense here. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to... Happiness <laughs> is nothing but temporary moments here and there, and I love those, but I would be bored out of my mind if I were happy all the time. Marilyn Monroe. No, that oh, was Zoe. Oh, you've gone three for three yeah, on the Zoe. triple boy. Oh, well, I've yeah. still reclaimed my my non, non-existent glory. Yeah, well done. So you win oh, that round. Wow, it's, it's going to be all. tense. Yeah. Oof. There's so many more to come as well. Like This isn't slowing down. 
Okay, well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so um, let us know how you did at home, um, if you if you guessed them right or not. It's a, it's a tough one. If you want to really send, send in quotes of your own as well, like, yeah, that could if help you, you out. Yeah, if you want to send in and I'll add them in, Zoe or Monroe or the Honor Roll it, it could fans. It could be like, on, the Honor, did you say the Honor Row fans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to do a series on Marilyn Monroe now. Yeah. <laughs> Honor Monroe. Um, <laughs> yeah. If on a Monroe, <laughs> but if you run out of Marilyn Monroe quotes, you could do like other people who rhyme with Zoe. Yeah, I can't think okay. of one now. But I mean, I've got 114 Marilyn Monroe quotes, so I think I'll be fine. But... Oh, you'll be sound then. You'll be <laughs> yeah. sound. But if I get bored, maybe how I'll many switch Zoe, it up. How, how many Zoe Saldana quotes have you got? Um, about. Just let me work out the law 40 of averages. Forty odd. Right. Okay. So yeah, if in doubt, so... it's more likely to be Marilyn Monroe. Well. You know. Oh, but now I've said that, you could go, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, sorry, I've given you my game plan. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so that brings us to the end then, probably. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Thank you very much for listening, as usual. We we love you, listeners. We think about you all the time, Um, even at night when we're alone. Um, (laughs) It's getting weird now, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I think of you all the time. (laughs) I just want to love you. I, I love you, you so hard. <laughs> um, if you've oh, enjoyed God. the episode, before it gets too weird, please give us a, a rating and a review on iTunes. Yeah, please, God. Tell your friends about us as well. That always mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. Uh, if you want to contact us, uh, you can do that. How can they do that, Emma? Um, come and get us on Twitter at on a roll pod instagram at on a roll pod you can send us an email on a roll pod at gmail.com you could go to our website on a roll pod.com you could follow us on the talk tick on a roll pod loads of places really we're, yeah. we're everywhere we're everywhere and nowhere so yeah get involved if you'd get like involved. to support us you can do so on patreon yeah um and as of as of today, the day that we're recording this, you mm-hmm. will have access to our brand new spin-off series, Kung mm-hmm. Fu The Legend That Continues to Continue. Oh, yeah. Uh, where we review the new series, the reboot of Kung Fu The Legend Continues, uh, which <laughs> <laughs> starred ever so briefly Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you'd just be helping us out. So that's patreon.com forward slash on a roll pod. Yep. Am I right that's in saying that? Mm-hmm. The links to all these things are in uh, the show notes so um if you if you're ever confused you can just go there yeah um and that just leaves me to tell you what we will be watching next week um in case anyone wishes to to watch along one of these is very easy for you to watch along if you have disney plus so Mm -hmm. you have we're watching crossroads oh god so good have you seen that yes i've no i've never i've these set most of these films up until like a more recent stuff i've never heard of Anyone who's so crossroads, anyone in Crossroads. <laughs> crossroads, Drumline, and Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. I'm so excited to watch that. I haven't watched that in many a year, so I'm excited to give it a watch as well, yeah. Yeah, so big week next week, Crossroads. Ooh, I love Britney Spears so much. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, we'll get into I've it. Never we'll seen get into it. it. I've never seen it, but I remember it being advertised on Blue Peter. Wow, that's, yeah, that's, that dated it, hasn't it? There's wow. a deep cut for you. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah we'll we'll see you next week um 
Have a lovely week. See you week. next time. Have a great week, peeps. See you on the flip side, motherfuckers. As I mm. always seem to say at the end of these. Hey, Because I'm just so hip and down with the kids. You're just so coolio. So, I'm so coolio that those shorties be up on me like bees <laughs> on honey. God. Uh, goodbye, people. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.